Hey, it's Randy Lee. Welcome to episode number 11 of Flippin' Genius Podcast, the podcast about buying and selling vehicles for a profit and for fun. Thanks for coming back. Today's episode is going to be super great, and I hope everybody is taking care of themselves in the midst of uh, this lockdown for the coronavirus. We've got some ideas on how you can make some money, how you can build your flipping business, and when we come back, we're going to share those and answer a couple questions that I got this week uh, and hopefully inspire everybody, including myself, to move forward, make money, and become flipping geniuses. I'll be right back. All right, we're back with the Flippin' Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, making adjustments, uh, making adjustments uh, to your business in the middle of what, how about any type of uh disaster or downturn or you know any type i want to say that any type because i don't know when you're listening to this but the fact is we're knee deep in this coronavirus shutdown and it's made all of us take a look at what we're doing and trying to find a way to adjust what we're doing and, and be successful and i just thought Maybe it'd help you if I share with you what I'm doing, uh, what I've been doing, to try to uh, make sure that, that the downturn's not permanent and find ways maybe even to make something positive happen. And I thought, you know, that makes makes sense. Um, I, I can't say that everybody's going to be able to duplicate what I do, but maybe it can. and um, Or maybe it'll give you an idea or two on, on how... You can make the most of this situation. Um, now, one thing that, that I've been doing just out of common sense is I'm attending the, the auctions that I go to, the dealer auctions I go to, via Internet instead of buying in person. I'm buying online. And these days, that's usually something you can do at almost any major auction. I know that one pub- public auction that I go to occasionally does not have that feature, but most of those will have that as well. So what I do is is I uh, I go and do my pre-auction inspections in person, and generally there's no one really there. You know, I don't have to worry about that six-foot rule because there's usually not anybody within 60 feet of me, and I'm able to go through the vehicle, and I'm careful to wash my hands, and I'm careful to you know, to try to, to be careful. Um, and I usually, I, this, this week, I think there's just one. And, uh, I went out on Monday and did some, some, uh, reconnaissance. And then this morning, it's Tuesday morning when I'm recording this. And I, uh, I was able to, uh, sit down. Honestly, it's probably more efficient. I'm probably more efficient when I'm doing it online. Cause I can place all my bids. There's really no emotion involved. I, I think that's a really important thing. And, and then, you know, when I, when I make my deals, sometimes I, I, I have to go down and, and pay for them. I could probably pay for them 
online, I imagine. But uh, the one today, I, I I went in person because actually, if I if I was able to pay before the end of the month, which today's uh, March thirty first, I I got a, a discount on some of my fees. I like to get any discounts that I possibly can, so I did that. Um, now that's that's one adjustment, a pretty big one that I've done that that is has benefited me uh, because it's kept me out of harm's way. Um, another one that I'm that I mean, and I think I mentioned this last time, and I've, we've talked about this a little bit. The phone just is not ringing as much. I mean, that's just the reality. People are staying in, and God bless them, they should be. Um, but there are going to be people that are going to want to buy cars, and at least here in Alabama, they've not shut down the car industry. Uh, they don't really call us essential, but they they haven't taken us off the street, so we're still able to function. So I'm still trying to uh, make a dollar or two. And um, since the phone's not ringing, like I mentioned in episode 10, the last episode, I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling and I'm messaging people myself. I'm, I'm calling past customers and telling them what I've got and asking them if they might be interested or if somebody in their family might be interested or if they can give me a referral. Now, I pay for referrals. That's that's one thing we've probably talked about that before but i if uh, if i make a sale to somebody uh off of referral i'm going to pay a, a referral fee and I, I uh that's a that's kind of a variable um so i don't really want to go into specifics on that but you have to use your own common sense on that if you're selling forty thousand dollar vehicles that referral fee is probably going to be different if you're selling a three thousand dollar vehicle like i typically do um Let's see. I, another thing I'm doing is is contacting other dealers. This this is a this is a good one. I, I, you know that I'm not just a flipper. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't say just a flipper, but I am. I'm a licensed car dealer, and that's something I I decided I needed to do pretty early on in in the flipping career. And this opened some doors for me that probably wouldn't be open if I didn't have that dealer's license. Although. It wouldn't take much to pick up the phone and call any car dealer. You know that they've probably got some people walking in the door that they cannot sell because they don't have the vehicle that person's looking for. And this is a this is a good thing because those guys will refer business to me, um, or they might buy my car from me. That's that's something that's happened. Uh, if I've got a vehicle that they like and they finance vehicles, they may give me a pretty decent price on my vehicle so that they can flip it to their end user and finance it, and they'll make their money on the financing. So that's that's another thing that you can do. When the phone's not ringing, pick up the phone and call them. We're going to take a little break. I'll be right back with some more adjustments you can make to make sure the money keeps coming in when you're in a downturn. Be right back. Flipping Genius. All right. We're going to get right back to adjustments that you can make in downturn times or in specifically the times we're facing right now here in March of uh, 2020 with the coronavirus. The other thing that I've done to try to make sure that the uh, the business doesn't fall off completely and that I'm not sitting on a bunch of flip cars is step up my advertising. And 
advertising is something that, that I, I, I predict that if you listen to this podcast five years from now, what I'm going to say next will sound out of date. And that that's because if I was talking about this podcast five years ago, what I would have said is something that is virtually non-existent anymore. It, it changes so much. So you've got to stay at the forefront of where to, where to invest your time and money. And right now, what I, I prefer to use are Facebook groups. And we have two Facebook groups here in the North Alabama area where, where my business is conducted. Um, they're, they're in the process actually of being converted. Uh, they, they, uh, are related to the car business. I'm going to actually change the name. We're just trying to, to keep everything in one name, but they'll be called, called, uh, flipping genius, North Alabama, uh, under five thousand and flipping genius North Alabama from five to ten thousand dollars. So that's that's where a lot of of what we do here, a lot of of our business comes from those 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 uh, Facebook groups because there's over thirty thousand members in those those groups. Um, I've established those years ago and have grown them and grown them. And they're very very pure, dedicated to the market that I work in. So the first thing I always do is put all of our vehicles in those groups. I love Facebook groups because people know who you are. They can see who you are and they can see what you're about. I I particularly like that because I I think people can be, they can let their guard down if they're foolish and I can see just who they are. (laughs) But I try to be very real on there. And uh, that's, that's, probably where more than 50% of our initial calls come from. Um, now, I also use other Facebook groups in our area, um, a whole bunch of them, and, and it's uh, tens of thousands of, of people that we're reaching through those, those Facebook groups. Um, I still use Craigslist. At one time, Craigslist was the thing. And that's what I was talking about when I talked about five years ago, because Craigslist was the thing. I still use Craigslist and I use Facebook marketplace. I don't use, I don't like Facebook marketplace as much as I think I could, but they've, I think they've dumbed it down to the point where people are just looking at pictures and saying, is this available? And, and then it's just a matter of, can you get them to contact you? Um, that's why I like groups better, but I step up my, my advertising in these areas. And, and you can tell everything I've mentioned in Facebook so far is free. I, I, it's just a matter of me posting it and I don't want to overwhelm people, but at the same time, my things will be on there and they'll be on there frequently and people will see them. And I make sure I get them in in front of people. I do throw Craigslist their $5 so I can put my, my, ads on Craigslist so people can see my car. I still do that. I don't feel that it generates nearly as much action as it once did, um, but I still do that. And uh, I use, uh, I, I do use some Facebook ads. I use some other things too. We've got a website, of course, and our website's always up to date. And our website is, is uh, I, I use some direct email to get that website in front of people. Um, Make sure the website's uh, got the latest 
on there and, and the prices and that gets out too. There's a few more things that I do in addition to this, but we're going to be talking about that and about uh, online marketing and, and some other advertising that you can do in detail in upcoming web episodes. So I don't want to go into that too much. Um, but uh, that's that's one thing I've done. Another thing I've done, I mean, to uh, to seize the opportunities that, that are there and make sure that we're in front of them. And talking about seizing opportunities, this is an opportunity to purchase at better prices. This is that's that's the other adjustment. Just that knowledge that the fact is this is a good time to buy. It's a good time to be in a position to buy. Um, today I was able to purchase some vehicles that that I probably wouldn't have been able to purchase at the prices that I paid. Um, the prices would have been much higher had it, it, it not been the situation that we're in right now. Um, or they might not have been available at all um, if we weren't in the current environment we're in. Uh, for for instance, at the uh, dealer auction this morning, you know the crowd was much slimmer than it normally is. That that made sense. Now naturally, there can be a lot of people like me who are online, but we don't want a bunch of people stand down there and infecting each other. So so I'm thankful that there wasn't a lot of people there in person. But a lot of a lot of folks don't feel comfortable buying online frankly i almost prefer it i i do kind of miss the camaraderie of, of talking to the other people i definitely want to see vehicles before i before i buy them but but i it, i can be so efficient with my time when i'm buying online i i bid on about probably about 40 50 cars today uh and i was able to do it i was able to to bid and then i once the bids were in i went over and i, I practiced my guitar a little bit and went up and hung out with my wife because she's working at home and i i came back down to see if i want anything because uh i i i already knew what my numbers were and i was, I was able to put those in as far as the maximum number i i really kind of like it i i think maybe that that'll be the way i go in the future um even if i go in person i think i might put my bids in early and just go down there and see if i win so i can pay for it once we're out of this coronavirus, I look I look forward to that day. I know everybody else is too. Um, another uh, another way that uh, you know that that I think I seize the opportunity is uh, you know I've mentioned that that I I use uh, a lot of signs. I buy cars. I use uh, special post-it notes that I've talked about. Um, you know, with my professional athlete status by by uh, getting paid to walk, um, and that's something that that I wouldn't. I don't know if I've stepped that up, but I I continue that. It's something I continue all the time, and I've noticed that 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 has made a bigger response lately, um, because other people's phones aren't ringing. They're trying to sell something. And people aren't buying it from them. And for whatever the reason is, they want to sell that. And money's starting to get scarce. A lot of people are not working right now, and they need to sell something. And another thing is, as I've mentioned, there are changes occurring in the car flipping market uh, that are making it difficult for flippers. Uh, this is stuff, something that's very real. This, this is, uh, And it's going to get more real as this time goes by. Um, I've talked about that. I've talked about that in uh, past episodes about rule changes and laws that are coming up that, that 
are going to be enforced, and that has opened some doors and will continue to open some doors. So being poised in those situations has, has helped me. Um, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to go, after we take a little break, I'm going to go uh, to a message that I got this week. We've got a couple callers that, that called in messages, and uh, I want to I want to share those with you. When we come back, I'll do that. Just hang on a second. We'll be right back with our first message from Jeffrey from Alabama. Hey, you know, when we started the Flipping Genius podcast, one of the things I thought that we could do to create revenue is create a digital training course about car flipping. And then I discovered Jeremy Fisher had already created the three-hour car flip and a three-hour car flip academy. He did such a fantastic job. I didn't see any way that I could duplicate that effort anywhere near the price that he was willing to, to, to charge. And then I invited Jeremy to come share the microphone with us in episode 42 of Flipping Genius. He did, which is exciting to me. And and then he said we could sell his product on our website for less than $50. And he'd even give us a small commission every time we sold one. It's a great deal. And it's a great course. It'll help you make some money no matter where you're at in the flipping game. I encourage you to go to FlippingGenius.com, click on Resources, click on More Great Stuff, and buy Jeremy's course. It's less than $50. I'm confident that you will make probably 10 times that much on your very first flip. It's very well worth it. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to the Flippin' Genius Podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Please come back and listen. And you can download the uh, the podcast and listen anywhere. And you can also go to flippinggenius.com. It's with one G in the middle. And you'll be able to uh, hear all of our podcasts, broadcasts from our website. Um, speaking of uh, messages, I would mentioned that we've got a couple messages I want to... Uh, play today and then and then answer their questions. Um, if you would like to leave a voice message, a comment, an observation, or any other information uh, that you'd like to put on the podcast, you can either visit the podcast at, at our website, flippinggenius.com with a 1G, and click on the listen to on anchor button, and then click on the message button on the opening page, or you can go directly to anchor.fm backslash flipping genius, two G's, and you can, you'll see the message button when you arrive and go ahead and click on that and leave us your message. And you can listen to all the podcast episodes there as well. Um, the first question this week comes from Jeffrey from Alabama. Let's take a listen. Jeffrey. 
Okay. So our sound quality wasn't great. So Jeffrey said that he got into doing some car flipping when he saw his neighbors having some success. And he's been listening to the Flipping Genius podcast. Thank you, Jeffrey. And now he's wondering if he'll have difficulty flipping cars without titles. Um, he wondered if he could sell his cars to me. Well, I called Jeffrey, and he explained that that he had always sold with open titles, and which is basically you buy a car from somebody you you have them sign the back, but you don't you don't get it processed in your name. And he currently has a few vehicles that are in various states of readiness, and he wondered if we'd be interested in buying them from him. Now, in, in episodes six and eight, we talked about the concerns that we we all should have about conducting business legally. Um, open titles, you know, selling a vehicle that has not been registered in your name without a dealer's license is probably not legal in any state. I know it's not legal in Alabama. And that's not stopped people from doing it. Basically, you're you're kind of just selling the vehicle and you're you're selling the vehicle to somebody who's never met the owner. It, it really, if you think about that. And and I say it's not stopped people from doing it. They've been doing it for years. However, there are some rules, especially here in Alabama and probably everywhere, that are uh, that I communicated a lot in, in episode 8, and we'll go into them more soon, um, that virtually, virtually nullify individual's opportunity to conduct business this way. And this this will get stricter and stricter as this year goes on. And and as a result, you know, Jeffrey heard that. And, and so as a result of our conversation today, um, we did purchase a couple of his cars. And uh, I introduced him to a, uh, a title professional that's going to help him assist, help assist him in uh, getting a mechanics lead. Uh, on a couple more of his vehicles so he can maximize his profits and sell them legally once they're titled in his name. So that's that's something that you you can do. So I will probably talk more about mechanics liens. I know I have talked about that in the past, but this was a situation in Jeffrey's case uh, that he was able to do that. And I, a couple of the cars, we were able to, to, to make a few phone calls and, and get things straightened around. But the other ones, it was just something that he had to do. Uh, on his own. Um, we're going to take another break and you're listening to the Flipping Genius Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Randy Lee. And when we return, um, we're going to talk to Ronnie from Boston, Massachusetts. And he's an experienced flipper and he's considering getting deeper involved in the, uh, the car business. Let's, we come back, let's listen, listen to what he's got to say. Are you an experienced car flipper who is interested in finding new paths to reaching your goals? Are you new to car flipping and hoping to find the quickest path to success? Or do you operate a successful car dealership and recognize that sometimes an outside pair of eyes can make all the difference in getting to that next level? I'm Randy Lee, host of The Flipping Genius. I offer one-on-one -on -one consulting and coaching services to help you reach your goals. Schedule a free 20-minute face-to-face Zoom consultation with me at www.flippinggenius.com. Let's find out how I can help. Well, I've been flipping the car since about uh, 
I seventy four, seventy five. I seen a lot of shit, man. I, I, I like to, I like to what you're doing here. Uh, I want to make money, and uh, sometimes it don't seem like you know a hell of a lot, but it seems like you know how to make a little money, and that's what I won't get after. Uh, so I, I think it's a question will be, uh, uh, what's the best car to flip, make money? Uh, I must have got to get in my pocket, to, uh, uh, you know, to make the money. And, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, do I got to have that license or can I just, uh, do open title like I always been doing? It's Ronnie. Boston. Okay. So Ronnie wants to know, uh, what's the best car to flip? Um, how much money he needs to, to, to have to get involved? And uh, should he get a dealer's license? Those are the three things I heard. And, you know, the first thing, the first question, you know, if you ask me what's the best car to flip, um, <laughs> if you ask me, I'm going to tell you uh, a Toyota Camry or, or a Honda Accord or a Jeep. I, that's that's the first thing that comes to mind, but that's me. I, I of course I sell vehicles in that under four thousand dollar range. So if I can get a good uh, uh, Honda Accord or a good um, Toyota Camry, those are my favorites. Uh, other Toyotas, other other Hondas are great too. Um, but you never know. I've I've got one Honda that I've been sitting on for a while. Uh, a CRV, good vehicle, but. Sometimes people aren't ready to buy. I, I don't. I don't really know. And and other times, you know, I'm, I'll have a Pontiac for two days, and it, it'll it'll sell instantly. My favorite car is a Suzuki. I I own three Suzukis personally. I think they're the ones I've got are fantastic. Uh, people will probably argue with me that with that. Um, so I don't know if there is a a a, a best car. Uh, Ronnie, I, I I don't really know that. And of course, then another thing is is you're in Boston, and I've been to Boston one time. I'm in Alabama, and that's a, that's a different situation too. So you need to know what sells in your area and what you what you feel comfortable with. Um, but I frankly don't think you can go wrong with a Honda or a Toyota personally. So that's I'll, I'll stick with that answer, and and I'm going to say that's my opinion. But uh, I've got good friends who flip vehicles that are entirely different than that. Uh, you know, I, I was I was taking a walk today, and I noticed about five vehicles that I've got to tell a friend of mine about because he buys and sells old trucks. And I I saw five old trucks, uh, actually just on one street, and I know he'll he'll love it. I'll, I'll tell him where the street's at, and he'll go down there and, and probably buy two or three of them. I wouldn't doubt because they were just sitting there and they're they're ready to be bought um and that's the kind of stuff he can make a zillion dollars off those things i don't know how to do it i don't it's not my marketplace so i don't i don't do that but ronnie you may know something about maybe you know about muscle cars maybe you know about these old trucks or maybe you know about jeeps um that's a big part of it too you, you should go with what you know and that's that's I, I just know people look for transportation and Hondas and Toyotas are, are great vehicles and and American cars are great too. Please don't 
to, you know, <laughs> don't get too down on me because I'm not saying they're not, but I, 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 uh, that's my gut response. Then as far as how much money do you need? I've talked about that before. I, I think in early, early on in the episode, you you can buy a car for four or $500. I honestly, I bought a Toyota, uh, Camry today that, that looks great. It runs pretty well. It needs a little bit of work. I figure probably about 500 bucks I'm going to have to put in it. I, I bought it. I've got less than $500 into it right now. So I figure I'll have less than $1,000 into it. And then when I'm done, that car will sell for probably 3000 pretty quickly. And I, 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 all I need to do is, is wash it and do a little bit of touch-up paint here and there, uh, stuff that I can do. And that that's going to be, you know, at least a $1,500 profit. So, and so that, that would tell you, you know, for a thousand bucks, you, you can, you can definitely flip a car. Now, if you're wanting to do something bigger, um, you know, if you've got, if you've got a, a, a $5,000 bankroll, you can definitely get into car flipping pretty well. And I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. We talked about that. I know I talk about it in, uh, the intro to, uh, to the, uh, flipping genius, uh, you know, you might have thought about getting into the uh, the house flipping business, but there's not much you can do with five thousand dollars in the house business. I mean, you could do something. I don't want to discount. There's probably some TV show out there where some guy's taking five thousand and turning it into a, a million. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to say that's not possible. I'm just saying in the car business, uh, Ronnie, if you got five thousand, you can do quite a bit. If you don't have five thousand, don't let it discourage you. But I would say that that. Uh, you don't really need more than 5000 to get into flipping, and then you just keep rolling it. You want to keep rolling your money, reinvesting it. And uh, the last question they asked is, do you need a dealer's license, or, or do you can you keep... Uh, can you keep doing the open titles? It's funny that you said the same thing, because we just talked about it with Jeffrey. Don't do open titles. It's, it's illegal. It's wrong. It's just not the way to go. And I know probably get some other people you know, that are going to get all over me because they've been doing it for years and, but it's not the right thing. And, uh, your, your, your state will limit you. If you want have more questions about this, um, you can listen to episode six where we address some state limits. You can just Google it and, and see what your state laws are in Massachusetts. They're probably different than Alabama, but most likely they limit you to five or six cars per year that you can sell. And they, they say you have to get those registered. So if you're, if you're using an open title, you're disobeying the rules at the least. You're, you're, you're violating the law at the most, and it could cost you a lot of money, and it's just not the right way to go. And as far as dealer's license, of course, that's another issue. There's probably more regulation in Massachusetts than there is here, so that's another concern. Uh, another thing you could do is possibly link up with an existing dealer. Um, that's something we haven't really talked about, but that's something else you could do. So. I would just encourage you to maybe go talk to some dealers and find out what would be involved. Talk to your insurance guy to find out what's involved and consider doing that. Now that's that that's going to take some of your money. If you got 5 grand, you're going to have to spend some of that to get up and running as far as insurance and that insurance will cost more in different places. Um but we've uh, talked about that in the past. I'm trying to I'm trying to think I'm actually looking down my my list of uh, episodes. I think we've we've talked about that about getting your dealer's license 
in the past and check them out. Check out past episodes. I wanted to drive you crazy about by going through here, but uh, um, there's a lot of issues that we've we've talked about in just these first ten episodes. Take a listen to them and. Feel free to uh, send me another question, Ronnie. Uh, send me an email. You can send me questions by email at, at flippingquestions at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to leave me another message. That was great. Um, and if you've, if you've got something, uh, folks, other than Ronnie, if you've got a, anything that you want to add, uh, feel free to either call in and message or or email it to flippingquestions at gmail.com and we'll try to address that in a future episode and if and if it's something i can answer i'm going to answer your email i'm going to answer you back uh as as promptly as i can um it's exciting it's exciting to get people involved in this and I, i i hope that that what we discuss here is helping you and I want to structure this so that, that future episodes are about what you want to talk about. We're going to keep growing this. And keep your eyes open because we are going to expand the Flippin' Genius Facebook groups. Those are going to be expanded in your area. So if if you'd like to be involved in that, if you'd like to be involved in the Facebook group in your area, send me an email to flippingquestions at gmail.com and I'd love to have your help because we're gonna we're gonna need some help with administration on these groups and it could be something that helps you make money in your area. I'm I am all for everybody making money. Hey, I mean seriously, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. I'm Randy Lee. You've been listening to the Flipping Genius Podcast. I really appreciate it. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Anchor is, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is a great way to do it. Go to anchor.fm and check them out. Um, I want to I wanna put a big shout out for uh, a... Uh, a little company that's doing a lot to help other little companies. And that's, I'm sorry. Ideas to identify.com ideas. The number two identify.com. They help you get name tags for your crew so that people can identify them and they can say, Hey, Johnny's doing a great job. Or, or you can say, Hey, Billy, can you help me with this? Name tags are so, it's such a great idea, a great, important thing. It makes us all more, feel more friendly. And, uh, these guys do great. They can do one name tag at a time if they want, or they can do a whole operation for you. And they, they kick them out. They do it's right here. They make them right here in the United States. Great people. Um, and, uh, if, if you love a cigar, you want to go to jordancigar.com. Uh, fantastic cigars, fantastic, uh, beautiful humidors. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate these sponsors, and I look forward to you coming back. Flipping Genius, I'll see you next time. Have a great week.